Welcome to season two, Burnt Out to Badass. This is a podcast all about telling amazing stories for burnout and reclaiming our inner badassery. I showcase guests who are absolutely amazing, not because of what they do, but because of who they are and the stories that they share with us. I get into the grunge of burnout and we re-witness with them their dark night of the soul. But the amazing thing is we get to see the light and walk their journey with them through and celebrate where they have come out now. It's not perfect, but it's perfectly marvelous. I'm your host, Dr. Erin Wiseman, and today I'm talking with the amazing Stacy Danford. Stacy is a one-of-a-kind mix of joy and neuroscience with a master's degree in mind-brain education. She's the owner and operator of The Grateful Brain, a consulting company that uses neuroscience to help individuals, schools, and companies use their brains like never before. She has 25 years of teaching and communication experience and was voted one of Fort Worth Magazine's top 10 teachers and Voyage Dallas Magazine's most inspiring people. Stacy has been a gratitude consultant for the ABC News show, Good Morning Texas, and has spoken on the TEDx stage. She lives with her husband, Larry, in Texas and is the mother of three, and I find her to be an incredible human being. Okay, let's get into our interview. Welcome to Burnt Out to Badass, a podcast all about burnout and normalizing it. My friend, my fellow coach, my fellow woman in STEM, Stacey Danford. I'm so excited to be here. I love girl scientists. That's right. Well, tell all the people out in podcasting world a little bit about you, um, your work, and the type of scientist you are. Okay. I am an educational neuroscientist, which is very different than those that do neurosurgery or neuroanatomy. And my degree is called mind-brain education. And it's really understanding the differences of the mind and the brain and how they work together simultaneously, yet also separately. And then educating people on the power of their brain, because most people think that they're only using it when they're studying. And it's really, you could control things about it all the time. It's my favorite science in the world. I love it. And we got to know each other pretty well. And you shared with me before a little bit that you had a burnout story too. Would you care to give us a sneak peek on what burnout was like for you? Oh, yes. It was so tricky for me because it was also the greatest parts of my success. So now that I understand the brain, I know that it was making me feel like I needed to keep it in order to keep being successful and to keep being at the top of my game, but it was also destroying me. I was a teacher for 25 years. I taught almost every single grade along the way from kindergarten all the way to AP seniors in high school. And I was a great teacher. I loved my students. I loved my work. But I was putting in, you know, sometimes 14, 20 hours a day when it was art show season and, you know, we were going to competitions and things like that, teaching first graders how to read and, you know, decorating bulletin boards and getting all the things. I was one of those people that went all in. And I remember looking back now, there were some teachers when I first started, you know, when I was 22 that were saying, oh, honey, you can't keep this up. And me thinking, you just don't know me. I've got more energy than anybody and I'm going to change the world. But after a period of time, 
I realized I was putting in more time at school than I was at home. And my own children, I was, you know, going and picking them up at daycare and then bringing them back to school with me so I could grade papers, so I could decorate, so I could do all the things. And then I was taking papers to grade with me to my son's athletic events. I mean, I never, ever stopped being a teacher. And um, in, in 2016, I was one of Fort Worth's top teachers of the year. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm at the pinnacle of this. It was also the same year my husband left me. And I crumbled and realized, oh my gosh, I have put so many eggs into these baskets of being a teacher and this family unit that I thought I had, I never saved any for myself. And I literally sat in the floor crying, thinking, girl, get up. You're almost 50 years old. And if you don't start living for you, no one is going to do it for you. And it was my great wake up call. And I decided right there and then I was going to go back to school and study what I've always wanted to know about the brain. And I was going to still love the people in my life but I was going to be in charge of my life. And it was time to make that shift. Yeah. Those dark nights of the soul, they penetrate. They do. But the amazing thing is, is after you have a dark night, you have a beautiful awakening. You have that sunrise that is like none other. And I, I love that that's what spurred you into neuroscience and making time for your kiddos um, and, and all of that. What would you say or who would you say was instrumental in your journey moving from that eureka moment forward? I would say it was one of my students and it was the worst student I ever taught in all of my 25 years. And he was awful, bless his heart. (laughs) And years later, he asked if I would come have coffee with him. And I met him up for coffee, you know, and I asked him, I said, Andrew, what was it about my class that changed you that you didn't do for the other teachers? And he said, Miss Stanford, you smiled at me every time you saw me and you made me feel like you were grateful I was alive. And I was like, wow. It wasn't anything about the lessons. It wasn't anything about me trying to teach him art or humanities or how any of that. It was me treating him a certain way that changed his emotional perception of his own life. And that was the day I started searching what gratitude does to the human brain, which was what my graduate research study was about. And to this very day, I have never forgotten those words. And it makes me realize how impactful a single choice and a single word not only can change your life, but it can change somebody else's. Absolutely. Because sometimes we get just so like caught up in the rush of life and and we're just going, going, going. And we're like always striving for that next thing. And I think that's what gratitude does for me. It makes me pause. It makes me like stop and center. And as much as sometimes I don't like gratitude, (laughs) it's the exact thing. That I need. So do you think that is what really helped walk you through your journey was like learning gratitude, learning how curating that emotional state of your brain was was really what you were seeking rather than the checkboxes of like life? Yes. And I didn't know it at the time because you think it's the big moments. It's the wedding. It's the birth of children. It's the new diploma. This is what makes me happy. This is what makes me successful. 
But actually, it is that pausing and learning to appreciate the little things because it's truly the little things you miss. And one of the research studies that I did in grad school is in a nursing home. And I asked people literally what they missed most. And it was amazing. It was like being able to paint toenails, being able to fix my own hair, seeing my son as he came around the corner with his gym bag and those dirty smelling clothes. It is the little things that keep that brain focusing and creating constant joy because big things wear off. I mean, we've all had big moments in life. We've gotten the new car. We've gotten the new house. Well, pretty soon you're eating French fries in the backseat and you've spilled a Coke and it's just a car. The house that you thought was going to change your life, you know, after four or five years, it's just a house. But those little moments, which is what gratitude does, is cause you to shift into an emotional state rather than that automatic state. And it's creating a purposeful brain rather than an automatic brain that truly, truly changes your life. What would you say to that burned out teacher, that burned out professional mom who is sitting and listening to our conversation right now? I would say if you are feeling burnout, you are feeling that your tank is empty, listen to it. I always tell people your brain whispers until it screams because it is whispering to you, please help. Please take care of this. Please watch out for the situation. And we think, you know, the world tricks us into just tough your way through it. Just keep pushing. But that is what causes the break, the breakdown. And listen, listen to that voice and stop and really focus on what little things can you do for you to give yourself joy. And I make all of my clients create a happy list of five things that they can do for themselves to stay in a happy state of mind. The only caveat is those five things cannot involve another person. Because if you need another person to create happiness, you are always at their mercy. It cannot be your children. I know you love your children. It can't be your spouse. It has to be something you can do for you. Because what that does is teach the brain, you're in charge of your own joy. Your joy is your job. It's not your work. It's not your family. It's not something else. Your joy is your job. And if you don't create it for you, good luck in getting it because your brain is not wired for joy. Joy is not a threat to your survival. Danger and sadness and heartache, those things affect the amygdala and scare the brain and make it act differently. We don't go to classes and learn how to be sad in three easy steps or less. That already happens. Your brain does that automatically. It doesn't do that for joy. Joy is your job. I love that. Tell people who are out there who are like, all right, I need some more Stacey Danford in my life. I need a grateful brain. I need to know how to get joy because it's not auto-programmed into me. Where can they go? Okay, they can go to my website, uh, thegratefulbrain.com. And there are a million different ways to connect with me on there. You can also um, connect to my Instagram on there, which I try to post daily on Instagram. And I pride myself on giving practical tips and making science simple because it's one thing to know information. It's a whole other thing to be able to put it into practice. And that is truly the teacher in me loves to help people put it into practice because action is what changes a brain. 
Absolutely. I'm right there with you on the doctor side. It's that <laughs> asses in the seat that make it move. Well, yes, Stacy, I have to tell you, thank you so much for coming and sharing and opening up your heart. It means the world to me. And the badass in me honors the badass in you. Yay! <laughs> I'm always so thrilled to share these stories that are so transformative, that encourage, inspire, and infuse all of us with hope and inspiration. If you need some more of that in your life, come hang out with me at burntouttobadass.com. Check the show notes. We got lots of great resources, and I would love to see you in there. All right. And don't forget, my friend, the badass in me honors the badass in you.